listening to Our Stories, the Australian Army on Operations podcast. This is Task Group Taji Rotation 4, a combined force of Australian and New Zealand military personnel on a training mission here in Iraq. We're here at the request of the Iraqi government as part of Operation Okra, led by Joint Task Force 633. Operation Okra is Australia's contribution in the Middle East region to international coalition efforts against Daesh and their campaign of terrorism. This week, I'm joined by Colonel Richard Vag, the commander of the task group, to find out more about the progress of the mission as our rotation draws to a close. Colonel Vag, before we reflect on the past six months of our deployment, can you remind our listeners of our mission, what we came here to do? Yeah, thanks, Sharon. Uh, task Group Taji 4's mission is a build partner capacity mission. That consists of two main parts. The first is to provide relevant combat training to the Iraqi security forces. And when we're talking about the Iraqi security forces, that can be broken into two main areas, the Iraqi army and the Iraqi police, both local police forces and the federal police. The second element of our mission is the advise and assist mission. In the advise and assist mission, we provide support to the North Baghdad Operations Command. This is an army formation that consists of two brigades and provides the security to the northern approaches to Baghdad. We provide assistance in the form of coalition intelligence, surveillance and access to coalition joint fires. We then provide advice on how to most effectively employ that. Overall, these two components come together to enable us to help the Iraqis to defeat Daesh and maintain security in Iraq for the longer term. As you reflect back then on the last six months, as you've just described there, the building partner capacity mission with the training elements and the advise and assist role, have we achieved what we came here to do? Almost certainly. In terms of our training role, we've trained over 7,500 Iraqi security forces. Those individuals are currently conducting operations in Mosul. Uh, They're also conducting operations along the Euphrates River Valley, which is an area where the operations will probably uh, go to once Mosul has been recaptured. In terms of advise and assist, we have assisted the Iraqi security forces in removing a number of the threats that were originating out of an area called Tamiya, which is directly north of Baghdad. Now, this was an area that was traditionally used uh, by ISIS, to launch attacks into Baghdad. And since the advise and assist team has been in place, there hasn't been an effective attack launched out of that area. Do you feel then we've made a difference here in Iraq? Most certainly we've made a difference during our mission here in Iraq. From a training perspective, we have aided the Iraqi security forces in lifting their level of proficiency. And we've done this on a number of levels. There's the immediate turnaround to provide them those skills they need now for combat. We've also implemented a number of courses that look at the longer term future of the Iraqi security forces and in particular the army. Uh, One course that springs to mind is the officers and junior leaders course. Now this is a course that is designed to change the culture between how an officer and a non-commissioned officer work together and we're starting to see that spread throughout the Iraqi security forces and in fact A recent graduate from that course has requested the course program 
and he's convinced his uh, Iraqi superiors to establish the same course. And now the Iraqis are running a similar course, spreading the same type of information. And once again, that's going to have an enduring effect into the future. The second sort of thing that comes to mind is our move from teaching basic skills to developing train-the-trainer courses where we're teaching Iraqis to be effective trainers so they can go back to their home locations and train their soldiers in the combat skills that we're also teaching them here. And again, that's the old proverb, teach them to fish and you'll never go hungry again. That's been a significant step in the evolution of the mission. In terms of the advise and assist mission, we've seen a level of confidence in the North Baghdad Operations Command, which wasn't there previously. They are now getting out, they are dominating their area of operation and keeping Daesh on the back foot. Now, you mentioned earlier about the fact we've been training Iraqi security forces and police who've been directly involved in the fight in Mosul. And back in Australia, for people listening there, they would be aware that Mosul has been a prevailing narrative while we've been here at Taji. So can you recap for us, perhaps, what Task Group Taji has contributed to the recapture of Mosul? Task Group Taji 4 arrived in theatre just after the start of Operation Eagle Strike. Operation Eagle Strike is the, the code name for the clearance of Mosul. Previous Taji rotations had spent considerable amounts of time training a number of Iraqi army brigades that were going to be used in the clearance of Mosul. Our role when we came in was to first conduct training of a number of reinforcements that went forward to feed those brigades. We've also trained over 4,000 Ninawar police and the Ninawar police are moving into those areas that have been recently captured from Daesh and making sure that Daesh doesn't come back into those areas and re-establish themselves. They're referred to as a hold force and they're proving to be extremely effective in Mosul. As we approach the end of our tour, it's now quite clear that the Iraqi security forces will clear Mosul of Daesh. We are on the eve of that occurring. The Iraqi security forces have constrained Daesh to the old part of the city and whilst that's going to be a tough fight, there is no doubt that they're going to win. Given that we are then about to witness an historic event, what's your reaction to being part of that? I, like all members of the task group, exceptionally proud of the, the work that we've done here. It's not lost on the task group members the importance of the role that they're playing here and the direct effect they're having in helping remove such a horrible organisation as Daesh. I think this is a time that uh, the world will look back on and understand and recognise that this is when the back of Daesh was broken. Mosul has been a key narrative, a key historical event during our rotation. But what about elsewhere in Iraq? How has the task group made a contribution there? Our training audiences come from all over Iraq. We conduct mobile training teams and that's where we send a group of trainers out to an area to conduct training with a unit or a group of individuals that can't make it to the Taji military complex for training. One area that we work in is the El Ambar province which is in the west of Iraq and along the Euphrates River Valley. We train units from the Anbar Operations Command. Those units generally providing security in Fallujah or Ramadi or in the western desert on the border with Syria. We provide relevant combat training to those units and they're directly involved in destroying Daesh in that area and maintaining overall security in the long term.
And what feedback have you been receiving over the past six months from the Iraqis themselves? What kinds of conversations have you been having? That's a really interesting question. We get numerous feedback from the Iraqis about the level of training that we give them. Overwhelmingly, this is really positive. Uh, a couple of examples that come to mind is I, I do a lot of work with the garrison commander who's a Iraqi brigadier. Uh, he was in Mosul when it fell in 2014 to Daesh and he was blown up by a vehicle-borne improvised explosive device. He reflects to me quite often about how important the training we're giving to the Iraqi security forces is and, and often accompanies me out into the training site. And he reflects that had he had that training prior to the fall of Mosul, it may have been a little bit different. And when talking to him, there's a real sense of appreciation about what the Australian and New Zealand troops are doing here to help his country. At the other end of the spectrum is uh, when we were training the Ninawar police, there are a number of young men, 18, 19-year-olds, who had come from the Ninawar province, which is in the north of Iraq, around Mosul. Those individuals were displaced by ISIS They've since joined the Ninawar police and their joy in being given the skills and the combat skills to actually go back into their homes, uh, secure the homes for their families and enable the long-term security of that area. Once again, it's really pleasing to speak to them about that and you can see a real, again, a sense of appreciation about the support that we're providing them. Turning now to members of the TILS group who've been away from home now for six months, are soon to return home, what sense do you get from them? What do they feel they've achieved by being part of TILS group Taji 4 All the members of the TILS group understand the importance of the role they're playing here. The events that are occurring in the broader Iraq are not lost on them and they're fully aware of the importance of the mission that we're undertaking. There is again an overwhelming sense of achievement when they take a group of individuals, and we've had groups of individuals that we're training as big as 2,000 individuals, that come to us with a very, very basic understanding of the military, and we train them to a level where they can effectively go out and conduct combat operations against Daesh. What's been really nice to see is the, the relationships that have been built between my trainers, my advice and assist team, and the Iraqi partners. You see a real level of camaraderie, being built between uh, the trainer and the trainee and the Australian and New Zealand trainers become invested in the information and the skills that they're imparting on the Iraqis. That camaraderie builds a level of uh, respect and trust which you can't help but feel will have long-term benefits into the future well after this fight and once Iraq is back operating as a secure, stable country. In terms then perhaps of their individual and personal developments, what kinds of skills do you think they're going to take home with them that they've experienced during Task Group Taji 4? Oh, the trainers and the advisor and assist team have been exposed to a wide range of cultural uh, influences that they would never have experienced in Australia. Uh, so culturally they're far more broader than they were when they arrived. I've also noticed that a number of them have had a real spark for instruction and come to me and said, oh, I never really expected that I'd enjoy instructing so much, but the joy they get out of seeing somebody learn something and then apply it has really inspired them. And a number of people have come to me and said, when I go home, I want to go to a training institution and I want to use the training skills I've picked up here to make Australian and New Zealand soldiers better. And I think that's really pleasing. And that's, that's, a, that's an excellent outcome for the, the task group as a whole and both the Australian and New Zealand Army. Finally, turning to your own experience, what's been the highlight for you? 
Oh, the definite highlight for me is the way that the task group has come together as a single organisation. We are an ANZAC task group. There are Australian and New Zealand elements have, have come together and we've formed what can only be described as a high-performing team. It's with a great deal of satisfaction. I look back at how we've gone through that journey of building as a team and what we've achieved together. Uh, it's been a real privilege and, a, and an honour to command the task group. And as we prepare to go home, what do you think will be your enduring memory of task group Tell you for? When I look back and think about the last six months, I'll remember all the friendships that I've made over the duration of our tour. And that's not only the Australian and New Zealand, that's also the Iraqis uh, that we work with on a daily basis. That's been really important and will remain important to me for a long time to come. And then overall, I'll just look back at the overall experience of being given the privilege to command a task group on operations. It's not everyone gets to do it and I'm exceptionally fortunate to be given this opportunity and I've had an absolute ball over the last six months. Colonel Richard Vag, thank you very much. This is Captain Sharon Maskeldare reporting from Task Group Taji, Rotation 4 in Iraq. This podcast is produced by the Australian Army and is copyright the Commonwealth of Australia.